Yep, you hear my voice, man. You know what time it is, man. It's time for Social Media's Most Imperfect Perfect Podcast. Social Media's Best Kept Secret. I am Infamous. I'm Freaky B. We ain't got no Hollywood this week. You know, Hollywood somewhere in Barbados, uh, um, pool diving with bad bitches, somewhere doing something rich niggas do with a lot of money that's light skin. You know what I mean? So kudos to Hollywood. Hollywood will be here next week, man. Um, um, as I said, beginning of each and every podcast, follow all our social media platforms. That's um, these nuts on Instagram. That's these nuts underscore on Instagram. Facebook is these nuts official. Instagram, uh, what else we got? YouTube, these nuts, two words, these and nuts. Um, Free V, how they follow you? Freaky One V on Instagram. Well, we're going to get you some more uh, social media handles, man. You need more than just one, bro. Uh, I'm working on that, bro. I barely be on Instagram. I know, I'm man. So. You, you're Facebook. Why don't you go on and get your Facebook following up, man? I mean, because Facebook is my real name. You know I mean, what I'm saying? Hey, man, well, you need to start shouting out some people that's in that freaky group that you in. Also, before we get to talking our shit, uh, thesenuts.business at gmail.com. If you want to get in contact with us, man, you want us to uh, come and do a podcast, which you want us to do certain things, just go to thesenuts.business at gmail.com. Now, go ahead. What you want to say, Freaky V? Um, what was I saying? Oh, Facebook used my real name. Okay. Um, I have a Freaky V page, but it be acting up sometimes when I be trying to toggle back and forth through Freaky V, These Nuts, and my regular page, which mm-hmm. is my borderline Christian page, by the way. Your Christian uh, page? Yeah, my borderline Christian slash borderline I'm going to backslide on Fridays and be the church on Sundays page. Mm-hmm. You know, got a lot of um, pastors and, um, you know, old mothers that still be praying for me. So I can't be too wild, you know, mm-hmm. have to reel it back in. So um, as soon as I can figure out how to get those things together, then it's a goal. Because mm-hmm. I'm borderline, like, don't kill. I can say I don't kill. But those who fuck with me, they fuck with me. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. You know, well, those 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 Christians that realize that, you know, we ain't perfect. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, every day we striving to be our better self. Mm-hmm. Those are Christians that still fucking ride with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody else, I don't really give a fuck. You know, I've been deleted by now. You mm-hmm. know, so... I got to figure out what, what I'm going to do with my regular page or whatever. I don't know if I want everybody to know my whole government name. You know, I'm impertinent. No, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. it. It's coming. As the growth of the podcast comes, your real name going to come. Don't worry about it. <laughs> keep it in. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you try to keep it in solitude and you try to keep it in confinement all you want. But sooner or later, right. the world going to know. It's going to come out. It's going to come okay. out. So, um, man, how was your Christmas? Uh, my Christmas was okay. Uh, spent time with family, which mm-hmm. is extremely important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, a whole lot of time, a whole lot of food. Mm-hmm. Um, more food than I care to even share, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I'm detoxing right now because that, that, that. Mm-hmm. I detoxed this morning. I, I had some detox tea this morning. It's back to my, um, back to my, um, 
getting healthy thing again, man. You know, you know, I had got hurt a couple of months ago, so I kind of, I, I still don't eat meat and shit like that. But I'm thinking about coming back over, man. I mean, just chicken though. No, no beef. Cause what I've come to find out is when it's time for me to go get something to eat, man, it's very hard. You know what I mean? Like if I want to pick okay. up something quick, something I can just pick up and just eat real quick so I can keep moving. It's really never nothing that I can just grab unless I'm eating some fruits and, you know, everybody don't really got fruits or, you know what I mean? Like if I want to just stop somewhere and grab something real quick, it's not really nothing that's really um, for me. So uh, what, I was having what, this- what about the Impossible Burger at Burger King? You would you wouldn't eat that? I mean, they it's cook a, the same shit on the I mean, same it's impossible. Grill. It's impossible to swallow. That motherfucker nasty. I tried it before. <laughs> <laughs> that is impossible to chew. Goddamn it, doesn't grow. So um, I mean, I was okay, debating. So that's not an option for you. I mean, okay. I was talking to my son and shit, and was like, hey man. You know, daddy thinking about just going back to like having some chicken. Just giving me another option, dog, because I don't ate every fish up under the sea. Uh, from everyone that you can name, I don't tried every fish. And, um, you know, I don't know. I ain't really made that that firm decision yet, but. I, I wouldn't you know, go back to chicken, bro. I ain't going back to beef or pork. So it's got to be uh, something. What about turkey? Maybe turkey. Make, yeah, but know. turkey is hard to find too if you go out. So you're still in a difficult situation that's trying to find something to eat. But mm-hmm. that chicken, bro, like it's so many people, no matter what food group or what health area you're in, a lot of people eat chicken. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, that they, you know, fluffing them shits up with steroids and you know, feeding them all kind of shit so they could be fatter and, you know, I don't think it's natural anymore. Like, you know, our grandma used to have the chickens and she go out there and kill them motherfuckers, but them the ones that she she raised and fed herself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now we depending on other people. Um, if I can get off that chicken, bro, I think I'd be okay. Mm, okay. Well, so, so what's some of your New Year's resolutions then? So is this the the last show of the of the 2022? Um, <laughs> is it? No, it's not. This is the last show of 2022. Okay. What are you grateful for for the for you know for 2022? And what are you looking well, forward to in 2023? So I'm looking forward to. Well, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for everything in 2022. My good and not so good and the indifferent. All of all of those things turned out to be lessons, mm-hmm. um, you know, so I'm growing from that and I'm looking to uh, solidify a new bag in 2023. Okay. Um, and, you know, I, I, things are lining up. Um, of course, focusing on my health. That's not just a New Year's resolution. That's daily. Mm-hmm. One week I'm going to do it. The next week I ain't. You know, then back in the gym I'll tomorrow, like baby. You know, yeah. Back into the There's gym a, All of that shit, just trying to be my better self. You know what I'm saying? So it's not. I I don't think the older I get, I don't even think I have New Year's resolutions. You know, I start thinking throughout the, the course of the year, what am I gonna do to be my better self? Mm-hmm. I don't wait until January to put those things into play mm-hmm. or whatever. 
you know, like, you know, people been saying, uh, oh, I'm cutting fake bitches off, uh, you know, January 1st or whatever. Like, I've been doing that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so um, I'm just focusing on being a, a better version of me um, this mm-hmm. year. You know, mm-hmm. new year, same me, just um, a higher vibration. Mm. Okay. What about you? Um, same thing, man. Um, I'm gonna try to execute more um than I normally do. Um, even though I have a lot on my plate, um, in order for me to get to where I want to be at, I'm have to do a little more. So, um, execution. Uh, what I'm grateful for. I mean, that's for 2023. Just execute more and stop being a procrastinator, cause I can't admit that I am a procrastinator. Um. 23, uh, I mean, 22, uh, I'm grateful for, you know, just being healthy. Um, I think a lot of people take for granted their health until they're in a situation where health um, dictates your lifestyle and shit that you got to do. Either you do this or you die. Um, Fortunately, I'm not at that point in my life. Um, Thankful for my kids, uh, my family, uh, the ones that's here, the ones that I don't speak to on a regular, the ones that I do speak to on a regular. Um, I also want to thank um, you and Hollywood, and um, I, I kind of sent this out to y'all in the text, but I'm going to let the world know. Um, for me, I appreciate you two for coming along. Um, you know, when we started this, uh, it wasn't the, uh, it was just us just kicking it. And um, for you guys to dedicate hours out your day, sleep that you deprive yourself for to do an hour. Um, I really appreciate it uh, because the financial gain wasn't there in the beginning. And um, I appreciate it, man, because, you know, this is something that you didn't really have to do. You know what I mean? And I respect and I appreciate you in Hollywood for even coping with me, man, because I know sometimes I can be difficult or I know that sometimes uh, I say I'm going to do a lot of shit and then I don't get around to doing it. That's why I said 2023, a lot of shit going to change. I'm going to be very... I mean, very stern on the shit that I want done or whatever. So um, that's it, man. I appreciate my job. Uh, I appreciate the people that hate. I appreciate the people that watch the podcast. The people that say, man, that shit's bullshit. Appreciate all y'all too, man. As long as you keep Everybody. your eyeballs on the podcast, I appreciate mm-hmm. it. So um, moving forward, it's going to start the pod. I guess we're going to start with everybody talk about on social media. <sighs> I'm so I'm so glad this What's is that? There's so many things happening. Like what Yeah, we've been going for almost two Where weeks. Do we start first, you know. I, I was gonna take another week off and just wait till Hollywood came back, but I thought that'd be too long. So um because yeah, you know he's gonna be he gotta go to Dubai after Barbados. Then, well, as long as you know, he have his beige his beige ass back next week, I don't give a shit where he go. It's safe travel to you, Hollywood. Don't get corona or no yeah, shit. Like, safe you know how you like to play the game. And, and, you know. Enjoy getting your ass chewed out or whatever yes. that you do. You yes. Know? yes. Yes. Don't be divulging my homeboy shit. Neither. Hey, shit I'm, living, I'm living day. vicariously through. Listen, my dog, got a my dog yeah. got a perception of holding on this podcast. You can't be bringing our personal conversations oh. onto the podcast. That's some shit oh. we stopping this year, too. No more okay, person- all right, all right. All right, my bad. If you ain't here, my boy. Get your my bad, Enjoy your Bible study, my bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot of shit done happen. Um, 
I guess the most uh, recent shit that done happened, I guess the Tory Lanez and Meg Stallion, the, um, the verdict done came out, right? Okay. Now, this is my input, and, and I said this on the last podcast. This is the this trial here is the battle of the sexes, right? Okay. We said last week that the opening statements of the trial was that um, the lawyer said that uh, uh, Tory Lanez and uh, Megan Stallion had an intimate relationship, and the 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 word that triggered everybody was intimate, right? Right. The women felt like. And I got a lot of feedback from what you said, Freaky V. A lot of girls hit me up. Well, she's telling the truth. Intimate does mean more than just sex, right? All the fellas on the other side, right? Right. So now the audio came out from when he was in jail. And he talked to um, uh, Elsie. Yes. Now, he said that he apologized, right? For whatever happened, Right. Now I have a tweet because I follow Tory Lanez. I remember mm-hmm. when he when this came out before. This ain't the first time this shit came out. But mm-hmm. he said in his tweet that I apologize for fucking with two friends. Okay. So for me, women want to jump on and say, "Oh, case closed." Listen, if that's how you feel, bro, I'm not here to try to make you feel no type way. Really, I don't give a fuck how this shit go at this point. Me personally, I still don't know who shot Megan Stallion. What Tory Lanez went to jail for, for you guys that want to talk about him shooting, that ain't what he went to jail for. He went to jail for, I can, hold on, I can pull it up. And I meant to pull it up before the pod, but I've been busy. But it's for awful, unlawful shooting a handgun or some shit like, which that's what he did. That's what the fuck he did. So the nigga should have went to jail for that. I'm not debating that he shouldn't have went to jail for for shooting a, 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 a gun. I don't have no problem with that, ladies. Put his ass in jail. And the narrative that black men that black men don't want to see, we always against black women. Let's please stop that narrative. I ain't seen no nigga that said if he shot her, don't put his ass in jail. Every man said that. And that's how we all stand, bro. Like, I just hate the divide that we have as black people, dog, that black women feel like we don't have their back. One Well, you don't. But go ahead. I'm gonna let you finish. This I know some dudes may seem like that dog, but if it was concrete evidence that he shot her, then put his ass in motherfucking jail. Mm-hmm. Put his and but I can't speak for all black men. The ones that I roll with, that's what we all say. We all say, bro, if he shot that girl, put his ass in fucking jail. Mm-hmm. Put him up under the jail, dog. You shouldn't shoot a girl. But mm-hmm. my thing about it is, then people went back to the Kelsey shit. Well, Kelsey said, that, bro. Let's be real. Freaky V, if, if this be you in Hollywood, right, and the situation occurred, if I did shoot Hollywood, if I did shoot you in your foot, bro, you actually think I'm going to go and say I shot you? Of course not. So I understand how Kelsey playing the game, too. That's why I say, bro, this trial ain't nothing but a, ble- a big clusterfuck of a whole bunch of dumb shit. We still don't know who the fuck shot Tory Lanez. I mean, who shot Big Stallion. What we do know is Tory Lanez had an unregistered gun in the fucking car. Pulled the motherfucker out and discharged it. Well, then that's not a good look on his part, then. So in that, what we're saying is in 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 your total disregard for others, Mm -hmm. somebody got shot in your presence while you were discharging your firearm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so 
Deonce, by process of elimination, then that was you. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and that's what the court decided. Um, and I understand people still going to say, you know, no matter what the court say, that was bullshit um, or good for him. Mm-hmm. Let's move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what I don't what I don't like and what I say that, you know, we uh, that men didn't have her back is is Megan the Stallion. It's like, you know. And and this is where I relate to Megan Thee Stallion. My knees is nowhere as good as hers or, or, or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But as as far as her being Meg Thee Stallion and her fasana and me being freaky V mm-hmm. and what I like, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's, it's sometimes you're viewed as less than because you're hypersexual. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So because we do feel that way, then there are guys that's like, oh, well, shit, you know, she ain't nobody or whatever, or because she's been fucking with her body count high or whatever, that she's less than as a person, Mm -hmm. you know, so you put them as black women Mm -hmm. on the bottom of the totem pole, you know, as we are anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, to to make you look better and make you feel better and build your ego, and I think that's what mainly the focus was. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it wasn't really about whether he shot her or not. It was like shit. Meg Stallion ain't shit. Nobody really focused on the fact that what she was there for, and it was like she was on trial, not Tory Lanez. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that was the obstacle that had to be overcome and that's so frustrating when you know people value you less because you're more outspoken than others you know what i'm saying and i I see that was one of the things that she struggled with Mm -hmm. you know throughout this this entire trial so that's why i'm saying that black men don't have black women's back like they used to they want you to they want to we ain't even gonna go down this rabbit hole but they want you to be you know, everybody want that traditional shit that our mamas and our grandparents had or whatever, but you still want to have some type of a modern day woman or modern day relationship. So you got to try to pick and choose, but you, you know, like, I, I need me traditional this, that, and the third. Like, you know, you can't, you, you, that girl was hurt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think it was more than just physically. Mm-hmm. Um, she was hurt, but she didn't get a whole lot of support from us as a people, and that's fucked up. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I guess I can understand that aspect of it. I mean, I, I just don't like the narrative that, you know, it, we always pitted against one in, one another, black men and black women. You know what I mean? And you know, regardless of what the outcome is, you know, people gonna feel how they want to feel, bro. For me, I don't really give a shit. Um, I don't think that this is the end to this trial, though. I think it's going to be some other, because it's a whole, we can do a whole podcast on this dumbass trial. Right. You know what I'm saying? So for me, in long, you know, long story short, I just feel like, you know, I just hate the narrative that that's been perceived that black men don't stand behind black women when we do. Because we all stood there when God bless the dead, what happened with Sandra Blunt? You know what I mean? Like, we understand what it is. And you could be but right. I, I think that was that was a different scenario and why we stood behind her because that was 
you know, her being mistreated by, you know, the the cops or the police department. You understand? But when it comes down to us supporting each other, you know, and just just respecting each other for where they are, who they are, and what they believe, even if it doesn't fit your narrative. We really struggle with that as a people. And that's why we, we have a problem with advancing, you know, or whatever. So it's always going to be, um, you know, um, I, I, I'm better than her. Oh, she used to be a stripper or, you know, she always have her ass out or whatever. Like, how does that make that person less than you? Well, but you know, what? I think there's only the old dudes and the old people that that even much subscribe to that thought process, bro. Because I was talking to my homeboy. What's old dudes to you? Because I would say that's people that's older old. than me. No, I don't bro. think I I don't think young young guys that's in their early twenties and early maybe early thirties, you know, twenty to thirty. I don't think they look at that that hypersexual shit in that context because that's what they're growing up in. Like right. everything is hy- hypersexual to them. You know what I mean? It's nothing for a girl to put on a dress that's see-through and you can see her drawers and her bra. That shit normal to them. They, they see it all the time. It's only abnormal right. to the motherfuckers that grew up before the internet age. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and it ain't like it wasn't going on then because, listen, I got homeboys that's 50 years old, bro, that, that got VHSs of y'all grandmas before she found Jesus. Right. <laughs> you feel me like Right. Yes. You know what I mean? Right. It was shit that your grandma and your your grandma was doing before she became the holy sanctified Christian that go to Bible study on Wednesday, choir rehearsal on Thursday, the revival on Sunday, the bat the the, the 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 pastor's anniversary. Like listen, before all that. Right. She was little Kiki, who was part of two live crew. Like, bro, right. I was at this thing on um on YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. And Luke, for you guys that don't know, Luke had a um, you have to really look for it. Luke had a peep show back in the day, right? And on the peep show, uh, I think this episode I seen, I think he had Jay Z on it, right? Before right. Jay Z became Jay Z, he interviewing Jay Z, talking, and it's two girls right there, two girls engaging in adult stuff, and Jay Z looking a little befuddled, right? Mm-hmm. In my head, I'm looking, I'm like, damn, bro, that's somebody grandma now. Like, what if they grandkids get on YouTube and just, because, listen, everybody got access to everything now. We in mm-hmm. the, the age of uh, information era. Right. right. You going on now, you looking, you like, damn, that's like Grandma Pearl right there. But you know what? Here's, here's my goal. Here's my goal. And I don't think I show up in any videos and shit like that. But you never know. Hey, Hollywood say he thought he see you well, before we meant to bring it up on the podcast. You just never know where the camera going to be on that. And you could just be having an uh, 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 um, innocent conversation yeah. with somebody else. But there's some shit going on in the background. You understand? Mm-hmm. Or, or whatever the case may be. But I don't think you, you, you're not going to, my kids and my grandkids not going to be able to come up to me and say, oh my God, you did that? Because I'm very transparent uh-huh. with my lifestyle. I don't know, know everything, mm-hmm. but they know I ain't no damn saint either. You understand what I'm saying? So for, for you, you, I think that's the issue with, mm-hmm. Now, the the older senior saints and the Christians 
They want to act like, okay, well, we did not drop it like it's hot. And I was. They were just popping the coochies in. It was popping. Right, 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 right. I was (laughs) popping this coochie. You know, and we went to Freak Neek, me and my girls. Y'all ain't the only one that just came up with a girl's trip. We was doing it back then or whatever. When I, them days I used to send you to your grandma's house or whatever, we was having swingers parties over here or whatever. Like, if you were, you don't have to get into detail, but if you were transparent that you weren't this holier-than-thou, you know, person, a uh, perfect saint, then it won't come as a surprise to nobody. Uh, I, I think timing is everything. I think that... um. If you were born pre-internet, you were able to disguise or be whoever you want to be. It's kind of hard yeah. to be that after the internet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think the good thing about us was we were born in both. Like, when we were kids, the internet was just starting to come into its own. It's right. untranslated and transformed itself into a total different entity now. It's so much more than what when we had dial-up. You, you right. feel what I'm saying? Like we used to have to watch um, uh, Cinemax, Skinemax, and HBO at two, three o'clock in the morning to be able right. to HBO access the shit that we wanted. Or my generation, it was BET Uncut. Mm-hmm. That's what, young people never know about BET Uncut. BET Uncut is when they play all of what we deemed as sexual videos. That shit is nothing, man. You know it's what I'm saying? If you go now. back and look at the tip drill video, that shit ain't nothing like how they can we play that shit at 11 o'clock yeah. a.m. Now, a. what we thought was, you know, like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? But the kids got some access now. And they know how to work that shit to go look up something from the past. So you can put all the parental advisory shit on your laptop, kids, computer, phone. Bro, they got friends that got the same shit, and their parents don't subscribe to the same shit that you subscribe to, bro. Correct. They watching it, bro. So all yeah. all I can say is at this point, man, I just think that, you know, um, we, I mean, you just got to roll with it, man. Like, we got to get out of these old thought processes, bro, that women, that women don't value the same shit that we value as men. Like, I think a lot of men feel like sex for a man, women don't thirst for it like how we do. And y'all don't crave yeah. it like we do. And if you do, and if you are sexually, uh, what word I'm looking? If you're sexually uh, explicit, or you're sex, or you're a sexual woman, dog, I don't think at this point we need to be putting um, titles on people anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause again, for us, what's crazy ain't crazy for my nephew and them, dog. Like, I look at the girls in their age group that's 20, 25, 26, even my nieces. It's like. I don't like when we as older people, dog, we forget that we were them at one point in time. Mm-hmm. You got kind of, and I think that's the problem between older black men teaching younger black men these days is because instead of talking to a young black guy, you're talking at a black guy, a young black guy. And you forget when you was 20, you ain't want to hear none of that shit. So yeah. what we always say on this podcast, it's not what you say to somebody, it's how you say it to them. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't come to me, you can't come at me aggressively, bro, and expect me to bow down to you, bro, because we all know what that 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 male ego shit is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And 
Right. We always saying, well, these young people doing this and these young people, bro, we was doing the same shit. It's just we didn't have fucking camera frames in our hands. Correct. You know Correct. what I'm saying? That's, like, That's the only thing. You had to put effort in the videotaping a woman doing some wild shit. Now, you can or, by or you had to hide that shit. Yeah. Remember? You know, back in the day, back in the day, if we went to say, like, if 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 a guy said, meet me at this hotel, this my room, or whatever. Like, okay, well, we used to have to walk in that shit and look around, looking in bookshelves, and you know, looking shit like. Yeah, see if that nigga got a hidden camera in that shit. These young kids, they don't give a fuck. They just like, <laughs> yep. yes, I am recording, bitch, go ahead. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, listen, but that dog, transparency is everything. You ain't gonna hit me up and say, I saw you nowhere. First dog, of all, I put that shit on, on the internet last week. But you <laughs> yeah. gotta remember, dog, back then, the cameras looked like the Channel 4 cameras, dog. That shit was a big-ass pack. You had to have a That's hidden camera, too. You had to have a goddamn <laughs> Ghostbuster, uh, the, the Neutron pack. I think this shit right. had batteries and all type. You couldn't. Right. And then they got yeah, a little bit true. smaller, you know, handheld. Yeah. And then that's when niggas start putting shirts and shit. Don't ask me how I know, but I'm just saying. Right, niggas right. Shirts, they put the black tape that's over the, the, over the red light. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But, yeah. I don't know, man. I just think that we as, uh, you know, as as older people, dog, we just, oh, you got to remember that these, these kids young, bro, they're going to make their mistakes. You got to let them make them. I mean, you can tell them all you want, but that don't mean they're going to yeah. listen to you, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, I know we kind of went off on a tangent on that, but hey, man, that's what we do on these nuts. Hey, moving on. That's what we do. That's what we do. Our next topic, right? It's a woman, right? The caption says, man proposes to his girlfriend after 10 years of casual dating. Casual, no, hold on, my bad. Man proposes to his girlfriend after 10 years casually while she's driving. She says no because of how long they have been together, and she felt that the way that he did it was thoughtless. I'm going to play the audio for you, and let me see. And I'm going to have a uh uh uh, God damn it. I've been gone so long. I don't forgot. Marcus. Mark. No, oh, say it again. Marcus, darling. Insert the clip right here, Marcus. I'm going to play it for free. <laughs> here we go. Here, here we go. After 10 years. And this happened. I ain't going to record you. Because that's up. Like, I'll just propose to my after girl. Yeah, we've been together for 10 years, and I just proposed to her, and she just sitting here and just looking at the ring. You just sitting here looking at it. You didn't sit there 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 looking at You didn't sit there looking at it. You didn't sit there looking at it. You didn't sit there looking at it. You What you mean? So ten years? Look, ten years for me. That that that, that tells me I want to spend the rest of my life with you. It don't take you ten years. People true colors. People true colors don't be coming. Like I gotta see your true colors. It doesn't take people ten years. Everybody not the same. Like, I don't get it. What you talking about? Like so? You really? So you don't want to? You don't want to marry me? So you? Because I got you a red team. So that's it. It's a lot to unpack, though. Right? Listen. It is. 
Listen. <laughs> what's, what's your thoughts? How do you feel I mean, about that? I can see both of their sides. I can see him okay. saying he want to make sure that she she the right one. I don't think it take 10 years to find out if she the right one. But I do think that a lot of people jump into relationships look prematurely these days. Sure. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, I do think that it's things that you do have to go through in a relationship to make sure that that's the right person that you that you're choosing. But I also see where she coming from. Like, nigga, you got to have some thought process into just asking the motherfucker. To, because, listen, that's very important to women. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you got to understand that's how that's women. You know what I mean? Like, that's how they function. You know, what I mean? you can't right. look at it like a nigga and just go buy a rig and just be riding. You know, so we going to <laughs> we going to Krispy Kreme to get some donuts. I just hey man, what a fair be? No, you can't right. do that. You know, so you got to put some thought into it, dog. So I can see it's a lot more to unpack, but that's just the shit that's popped out to me at first, dog. So what pop out to you? Um, yeah, I agree with with everything that you said. Um, what I what I Read them between the lines. Okay. Oh, here we go. And it wasn't really, it wasn't really between the lines because she she said it, but it was so vague and they kept talking. Right. Okay. What she said. In my mind, she 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 was done with that nigga anyway. She was just trying to um strategize her exit plan. Really, I didn't get that. She said, I wanted to be married five years ago. Mm-hmm. Now I'm no longer interested. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and sometimes we stay in, in, in toxic situations um, because we're comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and people really have difficulties with being alone. Mm-hmm. So you stay because it's comfortable. You have in-house dick. You mm-hmm. know, you know the nigga gone, you know, mm-hmm. if something needs to be paid, he got you or mm-hmm. whatever. So you just kind of go with the flow or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so when he decided, and I think I think that he realized, like you gotta understand, men ain't as dumb as they they let you on to believe or whatever. You know, I really think that men are smarter than what they say or whatever. And I think that he realized that he was losing her or whatever. Mm-hmm. You pick to propose when she's driving. She's driving. She's mm-hmm. not even the passenger. You're you're giving her something that you want to put on her finger. She can't even focus on you talking about her love and confessing her love for her because she's focused on the road and getting y'all to wherever she need to be safely mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was like a slap in the face when I saw the video or whatever. Like I was totally 100% on her side. Um I didn't I didn't get anything that he said. You know, 10 years is a very long time. Uh, you definitely go through ups and downs and changes throughout 10 years that you would have been able to make a decision as to whether or not that person was for you or not, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I think she was saying, hey, fuck it. You know, she could tell 
he could tell that she wasn't the same woman that she was five years ago. Mm -hmm. He could tell that the sex was different. He could tell Mm -hmm. she wasn't as enthusiastic as she was about cooking him a meal and bringing him his plate when, as when they first met. She, he could tell that things were different. So he decided, hey, I got to try to do something because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm losing her. So let me just get this little Cracker Jack box uh, ring and just say, hey, hey, listen, you want to do this or not? You know, or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, I, I, I want you to marry me. I could see her frustration in that, and that being the icing on the cake saying, you know what? I'm just going to go back and pack my shit. Don't even worry about it. And I feel like for you to make that statement that I'm going to pack my shit, you were already, you know, <laughs> trying to get this under under works. You know, so, yeah, I think he fucked up with that one, but he knew. Hey, man, that's a de- that's definitely a different perspective. I didn't mm-hmm. even see. And I think that's why men and women are different. Mm-hmm. Like, how you just broke that down and you articulate, that never crossed my mind. I never mm-hmm. thought that she was already ready to check out. Yeah. Um, but now that you said, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. but how long should you be in a relationship with somebody if marriage is the goal to be asked to marry, to get married? What's a good, cause 10, 10 years, to I, just, that shit just too long. I think if marriage is your, if marriage is your goal, I think you are you are no longer you're no longer out on show after mm-hmm. six months. Mm-hmm. You're no longer on show, and that's and I'm being very modest with that time frame. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that people can continue a show for more than ninety days. Oh no, um, you can't. You can't. No, no. I don't think so. no. If this, you if you're this, very, this, if this, you pay this, attention, if you pay attention, and you're around that person long enough. And you hear others speak, like if you start, you're around family, friends, you're going to picnics, functions, shit like that. You'll hear the what if you don't do this shit like that within huh? three days. What 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 happens if he doesn't bring you to functions like that? Because I'm not bringing you to no functions in 90 days. That's just me though. I feel like to get to know somebody really, y'all got to live together. I know that's crazy to say. But- but yeah, I do I, think that you have to or or some nights have to be together. spent together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all got to go on vacation or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, not even vacation, but I need to know who you truly are, right? For instance, right. right? If me and you were dating, right? If you come into the house and you're going to give me some cuddy, I'm going to make sure the house always clean. It's going to always yeah. be the way that it's going. The house going to always be immaculate when you come. Because mm-hmm. I'm putting on that, that front. Mm-hmm. But right. when you feel, I know you right. Yeah. So so once my 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 insecurities and 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 the confidence in our relationship builds because we living yeah, together. Let you guard down a little bit. I throw the boot over here, pants over here, shirt over here. You know what I'm saying? You may go to the bathroom. You may not wrap up your little sanitary, you know, sanitary shit. You might just leave that shit in the toilet. Like it's just so much other shit that go on when right. you marry somebody, bro. And right, right. I mean, not married, but when y'all cohabitating with each other, you know what I'm saying? Right. And when you yeah. wouldn't deal with, because like I said, if you know you're coming to my house and you know what we're going to do, you're going to have your nice drawers on, going to have your matching pants, you're going to be on point. Right. 
Correct. Correct. What happens when is we've been living together and you don't work yes. the Now you get to see the process. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you come home and you got on your that that mask the girls be putting on with your bonnet with the you know with the big drawers and you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Two different color suck two 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 different socks on and shit like that. So right. what happened to the sexy motherfucker? Oh that motherfucker right. hold on, hold on, hold on. This is really who I am, my guy. Or mm-hmm. for me, you might go out with your homegirls and be like, hey, I'm finna go out and hang out with your girls and go have you a couple of drinks, come back. You wanna do something, pull the covers back, and I got holes in my drawer, one ball hanging out, what one, one I'm yeah. falling and all that type of shit going on. So now you right. need to see who I really am. Mm-hmm. You, you don't really do that in 90 days, bro. So I think mm-hmm. you got to live I, with the first. I, I think minimum a year, you should be able to tell um, if that's wife or husband material. Okay. Year. Um, I, I think I after right, and and in your in your conversation and in your initial getting to know each other, mm-hmm. I think it it does come up. You know, what are you looking for? Mm-hmm. I, I have guys ask me that on day one. What is, what is it that you're looking for? You understand? So um, <laughs> you mean to tell me after a year, you don't know that I'm looking for marriage? You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you, you want to string me along for 10 years to say, I want to get to know you. Have I not shown you? <laughs> In 10 years, who I really am. In fact, I probably yeah. have changed who I am. A couple twice. of times. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I agree. You understand what I'm saying? So I should have been within that time been able to show you that, well, damn, this, this girl really do have my back or this guy yeah. really does have my back. You know what I'm saying? So 10 years? No, nigga, you wanted the opportunity to say you were still single. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can do what you wanted to do. And she tolerated that for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever. Um, and I think she put up with the five years as the maximum time. Now mm-hmm. it was just, I'm going with the flow. Um, if you remember, uh Chrissy and Jim Jones went through that same thing. Yep. When he was ready, he was like, Okay, well, yeah, shit. I'm ready to marry you now. She was like, nigga. That ain't even my motherfucking goal no more. Like, mm-hmm. you could kill that shit, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, let's focus on something else, because that ain't what the fuck I'm looking for. You know, so, yeah, 10 years was, was too long if you're looking for marriage. Um, you know, it might take 10 years for me to decide, oh, shit, I might want to marry this guy or whatever, because that's not my goal. You know what I mean? So if 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 you could woo me, you know, I might be like, you know, this might not this might yeah, not be such a bad thing. It's going to woo you. It's going to take huh? a decade. Yeah, bro. I That's ain't no a big. long motherfucking time. Bro, listen. Let's keep he, it real. He would, he would have to be my friend. You know, like so say for instance, if if we're, we've been friends all this time, so we've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, mm-hmm. you you see me at my happiest, you see me mm-hmm. at my worst physically, <laughs> you know, when I'm made up, when I be like, fuck it, I ain't putting on no makeup, you know, um, when I, I well, you ain't never seen my, my, my bra and panties where well, you have at that damn freaking. Oh, you go, she listen, stop, stop. 
Yo, 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 calm down. Calm well, down. Seen, Mark, you, edit that part out of the podcast. We're going to edit that part out right now. Jesus. Bro, you can't, what sense does it make to edit that part out when it's clearly on the whole, we did a whole podcast about that shit, bro. But anyway, all I'm saying is, like, I, I, I know who you are. I think you know who I am genuinely or whatever. So whether it's out, you know, my, my alter ego is Freaky V or Rhonda. You know what I'm saying? So it's like um, 10 years from now, if you be like, you know, damn, V. Or I'd be coming to you and be like, infamous. You know, like, we do mesh well together. Like, maybe we could take this to another level or whatever. I wouldn't be necessarily close to that. I don't think you would be because we know who we are. That might take 10 years because it's not our goal to date each other, let alone be married. You understand what I'm saying? I hear stories like that all the time, but I can see that taking 10, 20 years like, damn, this nigga was in my face the whole time. Yeah. You know, or whatever. I just never saw him like that. But that allowed you to be not be on show mm. and for him to see you for who you really were. Mm. And that's what he fell in love with. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's what it would take. I have to be with my friend. Like, you ain't just going to come up in no year and be like, hey, girl. You, you know? want? Yeah. Nah. Nah. Um, you put this up on your on, on your page. On your personal page. Um, I'm going to get my comments on it. Marcus, insert the clip here. I'm going to play it because, you know, Freaky V had this. And she put as a caption, and good night (laughs) with the speaker box on. So here we go. She come in your life, she not being soft. You want a woman to be submissive to you when you can't even submit the full rent payment? All y'all do is offer stress and headaches and wondering why this woman ain't your peace. If you are a man and you can't pay all the bills, I do not want you to join any masculine, modern women conversations. If you are not a man that can provide a safe space for her to be vulnerable enough to embrace her femininity with you, then shut the f*** up. If you don't provide and protect emotionally, financially, spiritually, at a high level, shut the f*** up from a woman that, that can provide for herself. Quit complaining about these independent women. If you're not a man, it's going to be a solution to that. The reason why there's so many independent women out here is because like you be so not dependable. If you provide her with a hard life, don't complain about the fact that she, when she come in your life, she not being soft. You want a woman to be submissive to you when you can't even submit the full rent payment? All y'all do is offer stress and headaches and wondering why this woman ain't your peace. Okay. <laughs> I'll let you go first. What's what's your perspective on that? Because I did notice that you laughed. Uh, but go ahead. Tell me. I agree with some of the shit the nigga said. Okay. I do think that you should be a woman's piece. But what he casually left out is that it won't supposed to be your piece as well. That's but we're not focusing on that. No, 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 no. I'm talking about a relationship in general. See, I think that's okay. the problem with relationships. You got one person that either go way left or you got another person that go way right. It's okay. never in the middle. And mm-hmm. for me, submission is a word that we used to talk about all the time on the podcast. It's a trigger word for some women. 
You know what I mean? Like they don't like to that that submit shit. That shit triggers some women, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do agree with you should be a woman's financial, spiritual uh, sanctuary. You should be that. But vice versa, she should be that shit for you. Like it should not make one seem like one is more important than the other. That's my whole point. All that talking about you. Listen, it's so many women out here that make so much money, bro. They don't need you to pay their bills. Mm-hmm. They just don't need it. So again, for listen, I say this all the time, bro. You have to construct your relationship on what you and your partner wants, bro. Y'all have a sit down conversation. Y'all talk about what it is that's value to you. Stop listening to people that all these love gurus and all these people, relationship experts and all. The, listen, the last relationship expert, look, look what he got you. Look what old DJ got you. <laughs> Look what he got you. All y'all women were thinking that he was the perfect nigga. And he wasn't. It's no, no he, he is. He just what? set it up falsely. But go ahead. But what I'm saying is, it's no handbook on being a parent. And it's no handbook on relationships, bro. I agree with some of the shit that he said. I do think that you should, a woman's should submit to her man, but you don't have to make her submit to you. If you're a real nigga, she gonna submit to you. Listen, all y'all niggas that wanna be kings and all that shit, I'm a king. Listen, you ain't got to say none of that shit to a woman. She know it. She's you, ain't, you, know, you ain't got to be no alpha male or none of that. You ain't got to say none of that shit. Nothing. Bro, she, mm-hmm. she noticed when she see you, bro. It's a certain aura you carry when you walk around. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, you don't see it, but women see it. They see the confidence, bro. They know how you speak, when you speak. All that shit means, words mean something, bro. You know what I mean? So how you articulate yourself to women, bro? How you talk to women? How you conversate with them, bro? All that shit gets to, your, as long as your actions meet up with your words, women will respect you, bro. It's not really that hard. But the thing is, a lot of people try to fit relationships from either their mother and father, their auntie, whoever you thought had a perfect relationship, that's what you want your shit to be. Right. And it's not like that, bro. That's like, you can't be in a relationship with Freaky V if you want to be monogamous. No matter how cool you are, what are the, that's just not, that's trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. She either going to go cheat on you or go do some other shit, bro. Why not just get with somebody that y'all beliefs align with each other, bro? And mm-hmm. what he was saying, bro, I get it. But just because you talking loud, dog, don't make you right. Just because you talking with passion and aggression and you trying to cater to women. See, when niggas do shit like that, I feel like he catering to a woman. When you cater to a woman, dog, just be honest with him, bro. You ain't got to do all that. You don't have to make a nigga feel like he less than. A woman would know if you less than, bro. It only take you one time not to do some shit that you said that you were going to do. And trust me, that shit goes into her roller decks. Because every nigga that I heard this at least one time with that girl. And I'm going to shut up and let Free DV take off from him. Every nigga that I heard this one time. If you done did something to your girl, she just, she done, every nigga done has heard this before. Well, you said... Well, you said you were going to do this. You said you we were going to do this. Because women are verbal creatures. They move <laughs> off what you say. <laughs> so when you're a nigga that's good with words, that's why niggas that's, they call it charisma or they call a nigga that's, that's confident. It's just he confident in his words, bro. Because words mean something. Women mm-hmm. going to always work off what you say, bro, not what you do. Go ahead, Freaky V. Let me ask yeah. you. Other, other than him showing um, him reciprocating. Mm-hmm. Nice, word. What did, nice word. What didn't you agree with? Um, 
the part I didn't agree with was when he was saying, um, damn, what did he say? He said a lot of shit. Um, the part about about him, you being paying all her the bills and all that other stuff. Man, listen, bro, we don't even live in that world no more. Dog, we just went. I just went to Walmart yesterday, right? Cause you know New Year's, bro. You know eggs are seven dollars. Yeah, I heard everybody saying. Look, I, now listen. I hate to be bougie. You I just, I didn't notice, bro. If you, if it's not you and your significant other, bro, and listen, unless you're making a hundred and fifty, two hundred thousand dollars by yourself, mm-hmm. we don't live in a world where one income, going, especially if you have a family. So okay. we, so we gonna have to even this shit out. So I think so when niggas going to talk about if you can't do this, bro, everybody not gonna be a rapper, everybody not gonna be an athlete, everybody not gonna be the top. YouTube, I don't, like that's not what I got from what he said. Okay, but I got from what what that portion that you're speaking of is mm-hmm. you want you want to you want me to be submissive to you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And as a modern day independent woman, you want me to be submissive to you, but you're not offering me that safe space where I feel like I can be soft and feminine and exude in my feminine energy around you because mm-hmm. you can't do what I do. I'm not a rapper. Mm-hmm. Not on, I don't make a lot of money, but I support mm-hmm. my household. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So with ease, I don't ask you for nothing. You understand what I'm saying? I can... I can build my, I can pay my own bills, all mm-hmm. of them, monthly, mm-hmm. by myself, right? Mm-hmm. But here you are, mm-hmm. when you can't pay your own bills in full mm-hmm. monthly, mm-hmm. you want to tell me what to do. And I think I think uh, Jill Scott was being um, interviewed mm-hmm. on The Breakfast Club one time. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're going to say. That was so profound, but confused a lot of people. No, she didn't. said, if you can tell me what to do, you can tell me what to do. But if you can't tell me what to do, you can't tell me what to do. That and that's how the fuck I feel. You, yeah. you, you as a nigga want to try to tell me what I should be doing, mm-hmm. but you can't pay your rent at your shit. I didn't ask you to pay my bills. I ain't asked you to pay my shit. Mm-hmm. I need to know that you're capable in order for me to be safe with you and exuding my feminine energy that you're able to do what I do. Right? Mm-hmm. I I don't I don't need to split no 50-50 with nobody. Mm-hmm. Right? I will because I think somebody, if you live in a household or whatever, or you're frequenting here, that mm-hmm. you should be providing mm-hmm. something or mm-hmm. whatever, but I should be able to go to your house mm-hmm. that you pay all the bills and your shit. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. And I and shit like that. So it's I not like know. it's not like I need you to pay your bills and all of my bills. I need you in order for you to allow me to exude in my feminine energy 100 percent I need you to know that you got my back. If 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 you can pay 100% of your bills at your house, mm-hmm. then I know you can pay 100% of the bills at my house, not and if we're together. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? 
Like, so don't, it, but it be the niggas that don't got shit, the niggas that I got to come pick you up when we go out, mm-hmm. the niggas that got the Uber to my house when I say, hey, come over, the ones that got to get dropped off by their friends, the ones that got to borrow $20 for mm-hmm. us to go somewhere or whatever, them the niggas, the ones that talk the you most shit. Talk about? Yeah. But, but listen, that's an accountability thing. If you know, if you see the signs, then abort mission. If you know right. this nigga can't handle it, then that's you. See, my thing is... Right, but, but but when we do that, though, then it's a problem. Remember, okay, well, she a gold digger. She don't, she support, she don't support the nigga when he down. You know, I'm trying. I got a plan. You know, I'm, 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 I'm on the fries Listen. this week. Next week, I'm on I, fries and milkshake. Listen. Like, okay. I don't not... When, I tell you this all the time. If more men took that approach what you just said then mm-hmm. it'll, it'll lead it, it will to me it's just infamous personal opinion i think it will even out the playing field when men get money status reputation they go for a woman just because of her looks mm-hmm. women they get money they get status they get a reputation they not fucking with a nigga that's under beneath them men do because it's mm-hmm. a control thing you can control mm-hmm. a girl when she ain't got no money. What happens? That's, that's why when a man's financial meets his wife's financial, the dynamics change. Or God forbid, her financials a little bit more than yours because mm-hmm. you can't use control. You can't use money to control her anymore. Correct. Correct. For me, that independent word, right? That's a trigger mm-hmm. for me, right? Because 90% of women are already independent before you must meet them. Let me let me tell you what. One, it's not always a man that gets you to be an independent woman. Sometimes you grew up with a mom. For whatever reason, it didn't work out with mom and dad. She subconsciously put values in you. Well, you don't need a nigga for shit. You don't need. So if you've been taught this your whole life and then you get with a nigga and then as soon as he fuck up, everything that your mama said becomes true. So now you feel like shit. I got to do this shit by myself. Fuck a nigga. I don't need a nigga. Then that hard exterior comes. Then the right nigga come along that may be the nigga that you need, but because you're so hard because of life and because of the situation that you've been placed in, that you create the fuck nigga berry. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's hard to penetrate the fuck nigga berry. You know what I'm saying? And most Not necessarily. You can, you can every, every man don't have the wherewithal to see through it, though. You got to be with a nigga that know that that's just a that's just a persona that you got going on. Most niggas but, think that's and that's what I think that's what this guy was saying in the video. So you meet a girl and she hard, but you understand she a single parent. She do everything by herself. She pay all the bills. She don't ask you for shit. Mm-hmm. But you want her to automatically be soft no. and exude in her feminine energy because you got a dick. Okay, you, but let me ask you like, this: you don't do shit else. You got a dick. You're 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 listed as a man. So because you are a man, then I'm just supposed to automatically trust every nigga. That's not how that works. Okay, so okay, so let me ask you this question. At what point as a do you you know say, you know what, I've tried and you wash your hands with it? Because some people, no matter how hard you try, they don't see it until you're gone. Like sometimes people are in relationships with people and they don't value that person until that person gone. Then you start to, damn, the, damn, they ain't put the trash out. The day Tuesday, like, I forgot to put the fucking trash out. Not a, the little simple things that the nigga did at the house that you took for granted. Yeah. 
becomes big because you're so used to not being or I'm not saying used to being, but you're so used to not having to do it. So what's the time period to where a man should? And I think men want to notice as a woman, if I'm trying to show you that I'm the guy for you and you keep putting up resistance because you've been hurt. And that's where a lot of this shit comes from. A lot of independent women come from hurtness. When do you, how long should a man stay in it and then be like, you know what? I wash my hands of this. Is it a year? Is it six months? Is it two years? Because everybody gets to their breaking point. Because vice versa, on the other side of that shit, if a nigga always cheating on you, how long do you stay with that shit? Until you be like, you know, because a lot of women are forgiven when it comes down to that cheating shit. And I think men would like to know, coming from a woman, talk us through it. The first one. So I could I could tell, well, I'm very no-nonsense now. Okay. Right? Um, so you don't get an, you don't get a second chance with a, a lot of shit. Okay. With me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm transparent enough. Mm-hmm. And I think that's maybe where a lot of women fall short. I'm an open book when it comes down to me. I'm going to tell you, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. And not that you have to take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. All of my cards are on the table. Mm-hmm. So you can't, like, say, for instance, if everybody knows or should know that I'm not interested in monogamy, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. I'm a lifestyler, mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. So it, in that, when I'm mm-hmm. telling you, listen, we can do this. Mm-hmm. I want you to respect me and what I'm doing. I'm going to respect your dynamics and what you're doing. And we agree we're going to meet in the middle or whatever. Don't come with no sneaky shit and you fucking with Keisha next door. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about it. When I gave you a pass to fuck with Keisha next door, I just said, I want to know about it. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So that shit don't know nonsense. Like you out the door immediately or Mm -hmm. whatever, you know, but when it comes down to, you you don't I recognize right away who's able to to have my back, who can take control, who can support me when I'm in need. And how long did you even right away? I knew that right away. I knew that right away. Okay. Say within okay, say within a few conversations. His 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 vibrational energy is higher than normal, right? Okay. Then if you meet in person, it's like this. This is my space. This is my house. You're gonna respect me. I'm gonna take care of you. Mm-hmm. But this is what, because this is my space, I'm very protective, and this is what I like. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get to learn right away, like, okay, I know I'm safe here. I know I'm protected. I mm-hmm. know if I need something, whether it be spiritually, financially, emotionally, he mm-hmm. has me. Mm-hmm. I'm now able to exude 100% of my feminine energy immediately. Not, oh, well, let me just see immediately I mean, after he shows you who he is. That so, doesn't take a long time. So, 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 what happened if he on stage? Because we talk about everybody on stage the first 60 days. Well, what, what happened if he's on stage? But how, you know, how do you code that? 
it's a lot of it's a lot of things that are said differently and that a nigga move different that's not on stage. It's some things you just can't front. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like especially words. Niggas that come out the gate and be like, well, you know, I'm an alpha male, baby, you know, so, okay, <laughs> he's out. He's out. Because the alpha male never has to announce itself. Yes. Ever. Ever. Yes. He's out. He's out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? An alpha male will show you that he's an alpha male without saying one word. I agree. You understand? I- so, like, you, you just, you just know it's certain things you just can't be on stage with. Mm-hmm. Like once it, it's, it's, I can't put it into words, but it's like one of those, if you know, you know. If you experience mm-hmm. some bullshit with a nigga that's been on stage mm-hmm. and he ain't what he said he was or whatever, and then you run into a real alpha male or a nigga that's just gonna support you, mm-hmm. you know, and he everything about what he said, Mm. Then you just know. It's like when when people say, damn, I thought I was good over here with this guy and I was so in love until we broke up. Mm-hmm. And then I experienced this nigga over here. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, shit. Now I realize how fucked up this situation really was. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I always had to be on top. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? This guy allows me. He plans. He professes. He protects. He, you know, provides. That's all that we're looking for, you know. Mm. Um, so when when a nigga doesn't provide that, of course I'm gonna build a fuck nigga barrier. I'm gonna offer the fuck nigga barrier uh, or repel it mm-hmm. immediately. Uh, a nigga that a nigga I think that's like, man, bitch, I ain't with that shit. Okay, well, thanks, cause this ride ain't for the week. I already say. But the mm. niggas that laughed that off and was like. <laughs> That's cute as fuck, girl. Anyway, come over here, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. Then I'm like, nigga, that ain't work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay, well, we, and I might try again, too, just to Why see what they got like. Let me ask you a question. I, I want to oh. make sure. It's not a game. Hold on. Let, 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 let me ask you the question. Go ahead. Before you answer. Go ahead. Why would women, why do some women sabotage a relationship because the man is actually a good nigga? They don't know I, how to, they don't know how to function with a good nigga. Mm-hmm. They think it's, they go looking for his flaws instead of right. embracing the nigga that he I, is. I wouldn't say it's necessarily sabotage. Sabotage nah, is some a sabotage. big word. Okay, some well, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. But I, I do want to see if you're going to act the same like when I tried you the first time. And, and it's it's not it's not intentional. Sometimes for me it's not intentional. It's just my everyday. You know what I'm saying? I'm so used to being in charge mm-hmm. that it's difficult to allow somebody else to be in charge. You know what I'm saying? So say for instance, you made it adamant about okay, well you my my trash days in my house are. Um, Mondays and Thursdays, right? Okay. So on Sundays, I start getting the trash together or whatever, right? Okay. So if you say, hey, I thought <laughs> I told you that mm-hmm. I'm going to take out the trash or whatever. In my mind, 
Well, nigga, I already told you that trash days or Mondays or whatever, I start getting the trash out or whatever. He said, okay, well, I guess I have forgot about those days, but I got it now. And he takes over, right? I don't want to have to say anything else. Come Thursday, though, or Wednesday night when it's time for me to take out the trash, if I start doing it again, if he don't take over, you're out. You understand what I'm saying? Because you see me getting the trash together. You can say, hey, babe, I thought I told you Mm -hmm. I got this damn trash. Now, that means I might get ready at 6 o'clock, start taking out the trash. He okay with, I take out the trash because I don't like to fuck with spiders and all that shit in these damn bushes out here that I'm in. So I try to get that shit out before it's dark. Mm -hmm. He, as the man, don't give a fuck about none of that shit. So he ain't on my timeline. He might do it at nine o'clock. You understand? If he says that, then I'm like, okay, he got it. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but I I I allow him to show who he, who he is. is. Yeah, I, I allow him to show but- who he is. So it's not necessarily him like me sabotaging or whatever. Like I have to allow, you have to show me that I can trust you with this okay. portion. Okay, let me give more clarity of what I mean. Um, mm-hmm. When I say sabotage, I mean like, you, you ever heard of uh, uh, survivor remorse? It's, yes. when, it's when people become wealthy, they feel remorseful or because they mm-hmm. can't take care of everybody. I think I don't know if this is a technical word. This again, this is some shit infamous came up with that that went on in my head while you was talking. I think it's a for me. If I had to categorize it as something, I'll call it relationship remorse. Because you're so used to men being the typical man, meaning don't do shit, don't help, cheat on you, devalue you as a woman, uh, mm-hmm. mislead you, uh, mm-hmm. manipulate you. And when mm-hmm. you get with a man who's the total opposite of that, that values you, uh, treasures you, uh, takes your thoughts and your concerns into consideration. Sometimes, mm-hmm. and I've seen someone be like, this nigga can't be true. Like they're, yeah. they're setting themselves up it's looking for the, mm-hmm. the, the fucked up shit to happen. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they sabotage the relationship because they're trying so hard to find the negative shit to where the nigga like, especially if you know you're a good nigga, you get to the point of like, well, okay, I'm gonna leave. I gotta back up off this. Like, yeah. some people don't heal from the relationship prior. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And subconsciously, mm-hmm. you don't even know that you bringing the luggage. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because you right. tricked right. yourself into thinking that you've healed and you're really not. So first time any situation occurs that takes you back to when you was in your fucked relationship, you automatically think that's what that nigga doing. And he mm-hmm. may not. And I yeah. think that's when the, the relationship remorse comes in because you're you're blaming me or just because me and him may have. Let's say, OK, I like to give examples. Let's say the last nigga you was with. Every time you called him, he say it's with his friends. And then you come to find out that this nigga is actually fucking with another bitch. With a girl. Yeah. You get with a good nigga. He called you and say, hey, I'm with my friends. I'm whatever. That's if genuinely what it's for. Like jump in the car and go find out where a nigga at. When you jump in that car and come to find out where I'm at, you already on team. 
Correct. You already, when you jump in that motherfucker, you already pre-triggered already. So you've already brought your past relationship into our shit. And I like you always said, you got to know how to act. You coming in acting crazy. I'm looking like, what the fuck is... Whoa, right. whoa, whoa. You know, you're just only with your friends. Right. Yeah, I'm generally right, right, right. with my motherfucking friends. Or my friend might be a girl. Whatever. Mm-hmm. See, that's what my dynamic kinds of, gets kind of tricky with girls because I do have a lot of friends. But yeah. I do think it's my job to, if whoever I decide to get with, for them to realize it's my job for you to know that I am the nigga that I say that I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that kind of harkens back to what you were saying earlier about, you know, niggas got to prove they our words, men, words have to align with what with what our actions say. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. And a lot of times our words don't align with what we say. Like, I remember one time, and you know we're going to get up out of it because we get ready to football. You ain't come. I got to watch my sorry dolphin. But that's not here nor there. But I remember one time, me and you had a conversation about, I think your car broke down one time. And you was dealing with a dude and um, you was driving his car and you have arachnophobia. And a spider was in the car. Mm -hmm. And you called him to come assist. And what was his response to you? He said he ain't coming. He said he not coming. And at that point, that's when the relationship was done. Because if I know you have a problem with uh rodents or 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 spiders or whatever the fuck it is that you you know what i'm saying got a problem with as your man if you're in distance for me to get to you i it's my job see ladies i'm gonna tell you this and i'm gonna leave it here a man don't have to show you he love you if a nigga fuck with you he gonna fuck with you yeah he gonna come get you he mm-hmm. not the girl that he care about be fucked up and no now it's on you to pay attention if he only come around when you want to fuck then sometimes you got to just understand that that's where you fall in the plethion of women that he fuck with. Just mm-hmm. like women. Women got a plethion of niggas they fuck. They got the nigga that dropped the dick off. They got the nigga that pay the bills. They got the nigga that they can communicate with, just talk to. Like, you got to understand, you got to find out where you fall in the plethion of the niggas that she deal with. Just like women. You got to find out where you fall at. And especially if you're dealing with a dude that that's charismatic, mm-hmm. that's confident, and don't have a problem talking to women. Mm-hmm. So, again, you know, like I say, man, listen, we're going to get up out of here. I think, I think men show you exactly who they are. They do. It's, just, do. it's, it's up to women to, and it's, vice versa. It go both ways. But I, I think men show you who they are, right? So, say the spider reference, right? Mm-hmm. I thought I thought he was a good nigga. Like, mm-hmm. to this day, my kids still talk about him. Every now and then his name will come up or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But even they knew the moment mm-hmm. he said he wasn't coming to get that spider. Like, you got to hear my kids talk about that. They was like, oh, bro, you know, you just don't know how much you just fucked up. You know what it's, I'm saying? It's always like, that's, that's big on my list. You got to be able to kill these damn spiders. Like, okay. I'm not afraid of snakes, frogs, none of that shit. Dumb damn spiders, bitch, you got to be able to fly in here and come get that damn spider for me. Listen, I'm going to say this. As we close, in every relationship, make sure you listen to me when I say this to you fellas and ladies. This is the, this is the Bible. In every relationship, friend, 
romantic, sexual, whatever. It's going to come one instance that's going to determine how your relationship goes. It's how you respond to it. No matter how insignificant it may be to you, does not have merit on how significant it is to the person that you either come in to help or the person that you that's calling you for help. So, again, in every relationship and all my friendships, bro, it's been a scenario where some shit done happened where my friend showed me that he really my friend or he just a nigga that I associate with. Mm-hmm. Women, same thing. It's going to be a situation where I might need you for something. And if you don't do it, then I know where we stand and vice versa. So always remember that in every friendship and every relationship is one critical situation that's going to inhibit you from being that motherfucker that you want her to be or she wants you to be or as a friend. It's going to be that one situation where shit, hey, bro, I needed you to do it. You ain't come through. You ain't come through. So always remember that. And that's my, listen, my advice to you. Listen, back to this fighting. There's one guy that I thought I it was one guy I thought we was just fucking. Right? Mm-hmm. He'd only come to the house when it was time to fuck. We ain't go out. We ain't do none of that stuff. Right? Mm-hmm. So this was around Christmas time or after Christmas. And um, I had taken down all of my Christmas decorations and I keep them in the I would keep them in my storage, like my second garage, which mm-hmm. was the storage. And uh, no, so the past. Huh? Second garage. Money. <laughs> so I would the, the, the couple of times that he would come over to the house, he would ask me. Why you still got these damn Christmas decorations just sitting right here? They would be packed up. Mm-hmm. But sitting by the door like mm-hmm. that. He said, all you got to do is put them in the thing. And I said, listen, I'm afraid of spiders. So you know that. And it's a lot of spiders that hang up on the bottom of the door. When you open it, they hang down, whether they're dead or alive or whatever. I just don't like it. That was that moment that he solidified his level of friendship for me. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. You understand? It was two instances, but that one with those spiders, he was like, I'll put them in there for you. That man was in there sweating and carrying all, picking up all them damn containers and putting them in the in the damn thing or whatever. He didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. He had already solidified what he came over there for. You understand what I'm saying? He was just like, oh, damn, that's fucked up. All right, then I'll holler at you next time. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. But like you said, there's always going to be one instance where you need somebody to do something or, or you didn't even ask them. You just was in general just talking and it was like, OK, no problem. I do this for yeah. you. You know, so that's Bible, bro. I don't know what verse that's found in. That's that's in True these niggas. nuts. True niggas. That's where it was. At. Listen, that's, that's a niggalation. Nigelations four and sixteen. Nigelations. That that's the name of the part class. <laughs> Nick Nigelations. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna say this though. Mm-hmm. No matter how minute or small something may be to you, you never know how big it is to somebody else. Correct. And at the end, as I said, then oh, follow us because we spoke Bible. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, these nuts official. On Instagram, these nuts underscore. Freaky V, how to get in contact with you? Freaky V on Instagram. Next week, I'll have something different.
Also, <laughs> I, am I said that last week, but okay. Yeah. We're working on it. And we're going to get it right sooner or later. Uh-huh. Sooner or later, we're going to get you something else. Uh, I am infamous on TikTok. Also, thesenuts.business at gmail.com. That's thesenuts.business at gmail.com. Please make sure you want to have any interactions with us, man. You want to come on your podcast, you want to, whatever, just go there. Also, the most important, please go to YouTube. Go to YouTube, these nuts, two words, these and nuts. Hit the subscribe button, hit the notification button. That way, all the thinking is out of it. Anytime we drop a podcast, it comes straight to your phone or your laptop or your iPad or however you listen to us, man. Just make mm-hmm. sure you listen, man. And leave a comment. And um, as I said, the end of each and every podcast, we're social media's most imperfect, perfect podcast. I am Infamous. I'm Freaky V. Hollywood will be here next week. But together we make these nuts. Yeah. Hey, enjoy the rest of your day, man. Don't call me a button. Don't put up no more dolphin shit. I almost deleted you as a friend. I almost did. I came very close. I ain't worried about that shit, bro. <laughs> All right. All right.